When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mornings on SEN. Yeah, you got to do a lot of things, or they have to do a lot of things right to, to win when you're five up with 10 seconds to go. Um, yeah, we can test a tough three. Um, yeah, I haven't looked at how much contact was on the foul, but yeah, that's a, that's a big mistake from us to, to give them an extra possession there. And um, yeah, the last possession to say, you know, I don't think we got our rules right rebounding about what we'd practised and, and that gave them one more opportunity and to, everyone made some errors. There's some things that I probably should have drew up better just to get the ball in bounds at different times and, and things. But, um, yeah, you know, good on Corey. It's a, it's a hell of a shot and, um, you know, extremely disappointing for our group. We, we thought we, we did enough to win that one. Tough loss for Melbourne United to take. That was Dean Vigerman, their coach, after a heartbreaking loss to the Wildcats last night. So if you didn't see, see it, United eight points up with 46 seconds to go. Still five points up and had the ball on the sideline with 18 seconds to go. Turnover, Todd Blanchfield fouled as he hit a three-pointer, misses the three-throw, gets the ball back, throws it out to Webster, who hits the three with five seconds to go. No timeouts for United and they couldn't quite get the job done at the other end of the floor as their CEO, Nick Trulson, joins us. Nick, finished late that game last night. Did you actually get much sleep after watching that? Hey, Jules, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, no, it was a pretty late night. It was yeah, definitely tough um, to sit there and, and try and uh, work through how we did lose the game, and no doubt the team had did that uh, well into the hours as well, and um, yeah, they're already on a flight back from Perth to Melbourne because we've got a Get back on the the horse, as they say, and yeah, we're back Thursday night at John Kane against the Phoenix in our uh, throwdown rivalry game. So um, yeah, still a bit stunned, but um, but we have to move on pretty quick. Give us an insight into how Dean would handle that in the next twenty four hours or so. You know, he took ownership there, saying he made some mistakes. Obviously, the players made some mistakes as well, and it's tough when you're in Perth. You jump on a flight, you got to come back. You got a lot of time to think about it. How would Dean sort of handle a loss like that? in the next 24 hours, as you say, given it's a tight turnaround to a massive game on Thursday night? Yeah, I think Dean, I mean, he handled himself really well, as did Dave Barlow in the in the uh, presser post-game. I think, you know, there was a lot to like about what we did. You know, 80% of the game we really controlled, you know, after going down early, um, coming back strong, being 14 points up with only a couple of minutes left in the third. I think we've got to take the positives out of it. Um, there were some errors that we made which, which were pretty clear and you and you put that nicely in the uh, in the intro there just to take it all back but um, but yeah we've got a there's no time to waste I think the great thing about sport as we all know is that you, when you do have a disappointing moment um, there is the to- opportunity to set it straight and we get to do that in you know 48 hours. Do you feel like the wheels starting to turn a bit this season? You've won three of your last five. It should have been four of your last five given what happened. Last night's been a tough start, roster changes, roster changes even after the season has started. Do you feel like things are just starting to settle down a little bit now? Yeah, I mean, we haven't got much time to make sure we do turn it mm. around pretty quick when you look at the ladder. We understand that. But uh, Marcus Lee has you know, been a fantastic injection into the team. And, and as we saw, the return of Shay Ely, what he means. And it's just a flow-on effect that that's had across you know where 
Tucker gets to play in his role and then um, XRM gets, comes off the bench and being that scoring punch um, that we that's why we got him in for. So I think for all of the team to be able to play in their roles, um, it's going to make a big difference. But we also know that uh, time is running out and while the flick is there, we're going to be going as hard as we can because we know our best basketball matches it with everyone. And, you know, you look at our losses against Adelaide, Tassie, um, you know, just to name a few there. We were right in the games and last night was the same. So closing out games is something we really need to do. And, um, yeah, we have to start that straight away. Speaking of Melbourne United CEO Nick Trulson, just on the throwdown, it's it's always a big game and it's coming up again this Thursday night. There have been a lot of throwdowns already this season in, in a small amount of time. Ideally, would you like them to be spaced out a little bit better? Yeah, I mean, I think ideally for everyone it would work out better that way. But for both of us with, with tennis coming in, we lose John Kane Arena over that key January period. So... Um, but saying that, you know, there've been really, you know, interesting games already. We won the first one by 25. They won the, the second one by 15, and then they just pipped us in the last one. So, you know, we want to square the ledger and make it a 2-2 for the throwdown for this season. And um, we also know how important those games are playing against teams who are around us as well. And you know, Phoenix have had a really strong last three to four weeks. So, um, you know, it's going to be a tough game, but we're looking forward to it. Just a. Uh... We know it's such a busy sporting market in Melbourne and, and around Australia, particularly at this time of the year. We've just seen what's happened with the A-League over the last uh, 24 hours. They've made that decision to play their grand final in Sydney for the next three years. Never probably going to be an issue for basketball because it's not a one-off grand final and therefore you can have games home and away. But in your role that you're in, do you sit back and, and have a look at what's happened there over the last 24 hours and sort of put your CEO's hat on and, and try and put yourself in the middle of it? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one. I did listen to it um, at length over the last uh, 24 hours. And, you know, coming from an AFL background, I've always, it's always been at the MCG. And yes, we've through COVID, we've had it in, they had it in different states at that time. But um, yeah, it's a really interesting one, definitely for a game that's growing. Um, as you said, basketball has that home and away element. So um, not really going to comment on, on other leagues. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, a big topic of conversation at the moment. Well, Nick, uh, thanks for jumping on. Uh, tough circumstances after last night. As you said, the, the team played so well and just uh, let it slip uh, in the last minute. As you say, you've got to get back on the horse quickly. You've got to get the throw down and then the game against Illawarra coming up as well. Thanks so much for, for taking our call again. No, thanks. And thanks to all our fans. They've been awesome for their support and we look forward to seeing them and getting a win in front of them on Thursday night.